0: Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV episode five. Today we are going to be talking about Amy Morin's book, 13 Things Mentally Strong Women Don't Do. So this is an awesome episode. And this episode is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD recovery program. Um, So for those of you who don't know, I had CPTSD for over 15 years and now I no longer do. And what I do now is actually coach people through their PTSD and CPTSD recovery process Um, And it's an amazing, amazing program. It's an online program, but we work together one-on-one. We go from everything from mindset to flashbacks to relationships was a big piece. I know Mm -hmm. for me, one of the biggest pieces was my relationship with Brad and seeing how my PTSD destroyed our relationship and destroyed him as an individual. Um, And then how we were able to build that back up and get it rock and rolling again. It's an awesome program. And if you want to learn more about it, there's going to be a link in the description. You can go to overcomingptsd.info slash go, and you can watch a training that I put together on three things you need to do to heal, you know, even if you've suffered for decades, like I did, or, you know, feel completely hopeless. So that's PTSD. That is overcomingptsd.info slash go, and you can watch that and check that out. Um, So like I said, my name's Keelene. I had see PTSD for over 15 years, and now I no longer do, and this is my lovely boyfriend, Brad.
1: Hello, hello. I'm very excited to be here with you. And to be talking about this wonderful, wonderful book
0: by Amy Morin. So PTSD TV is a place where we can just kind of have an open forum to talk about you know, the real parts of PTSD, how we overcame it, how our relationship kind of l- looks before and after and all the things that, you know, helped us get through it and get on our journey to spread hope and positivity and love and support because we we know that you can do this and we mm-hmm. know that you've got this and we believe in you and so we want to give you that resource and that positive kind of outlet to, uh,
1: to yeah, get you going, yeah. to get you on your healing journey yeah.
0: or to get you further in your healing journey and to hopefully inspire and work together maybe someday one-on-one and... Um,
1: yeah, no matter where you are, you get two unique perspectives on this. Like you get to see Kayleen's perspective. Um, she's, she had it for over 15 years and you get to see my perspective as the boyfriend helping her, um, go through the entire process. And, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's very unique and it's very cool. Um, it's just a great, it's a great place. Great, positive place. I'm excited to jump into this book.
0: This is awesome. So um, this book, 13 Things, Mentally Strong Women Don't Do by Amy Warren. so the first thing I want to say is, 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 is it says mentally strong women. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of more specific for women. However, everything that she says in this book can also be applied to men. Okay. So all of the 13 things, which I'll read in a second, uh, they're so good. This is such yeah. a good
1: book. I'll attest to that too. Yeah. I read it and it's... it. it She has another book. She just has this marketed, this specific book marketed for women. Um, but she has one 13 things mentally strong people don't do. Um, but literally every one of the 13 things will apply to anybody across the board. I haven't read the, um, 13 things that mentally strong people don't do, but I'm sure that's an amazing book too. So, um, if you're a guy listening, that is definitely another great book to look into and and to read.
0: Yeah. So just keep an open mind mm-hmm. if you're a guy, just cause it says women doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, in the book she talks a lot about how it does specifically apply to women, which as mm-hmm. a woman, I definitely found like comforting and helpful and like, okay, like someone else experiences this or kind of like has had those experiences or, or thinks that way. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually, it's a great, it's kind of a great eye opener for guys as well to be like, wow, I would have never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so keep, keep an open mind um, for the, for the men
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. And today we're just, we're, we're going to be taking our, our, our top three favorite ideas from here and then talking about like our experiences that we've had with them. Um, so this episode applies to everybody across the board. Don't turn it off. If you're a dude, I'm a dude, I'm here. I'm talking about it and we're going to be talking about some really, really great stuff. And, uh, that's yeah. it. Let's dive in. Let's, so
0: let's dive in. So, um, so the first thing I kind of want to do is, is introduce very, very slightly amy Moore in here so the so what basically happened i thought this was so fascinating why she wrote this book was because she was a therapist right and she had things going on in her own life right that were kind of weighing on her and she was trying to overcome some challenges in her own life and she was a young therapist she was in her first couple years of therapy um just working with clients and basically what she did is she brought some awareness to those sessions and over the years working with people, basically what happened is she said, okay, like what, like what makes you be able to overcome something and you not be able to overcome something? Like who overcomes things? Why do they overcome it? You know, why do they do it quickly? Why do they, you know, X, Y, and Z? So she just kind of started studying her own clients and just like kind of watching the people that she was working with kind of progress, which is an awesome, awesome perspective. And Mm -hmm. then she, she Mm -hmm. was saying, okay, so like, you all who overcome this or overcome this quickly or have this kind of mindset or these thoughts or, or do these things or Mm -hmm. don't do these things as we're going to find out, um, how can I bring that to my life and how does that work in my life? And what she did such a good story. She wrote a list of 13 things to remind herself of things that she shouldn't do. So this, she was like young. She was just like, she wrote these things and she was like, okay, don't like Amy, don't do these things. And I, I don't know if she posted it online. I forget exactly. Um, now, but it ended up online and it kind of went viral and people were like, Oh my gosh, this is so great. And she was, she was just kind of like awestruck and like, like, okay, like, okay. Like I'm still working on those myself, but yeah, they are great and just kind of going through this journey so genuinely herself. It w- is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of times with authors you find that like they're writing on things on like a higher level and aren't necessarily going through it in their life, like could apply it, but like don't need to. Um so that was really awesome to see with mm-hmm. her and then she of course wrote this book and a series of books um 13 things, you know, mentally strong. Mentally strong people don't do. Mm-hmm. Um and she talks about mental strength and it's an awesome book. So, we're going to share, I'm going to read through the list And then I'll kind of share a little bit about how the book is laid out, which is again, really unique all around amazing book. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're going to share our three favorites and then some of our favorite quotes.
1: Yep. Yep. I'm going to chime in here real quick. It's really important. Um, in my opinion, when you go to read a book to learn about the author, you know, really what is their, what is their background on the subject? What, like, what do they know? Are they even like, should you even be reading their book? So like the first thing that I do, Whenever I, you always have to be checking your sources. Like, where are you getting your information? So the first thing that I do is like, I learn about the author, you know, you can read like the, the blurb in the book. Um, but I also like love to Google the author, learn what their background is, learn what their qualifications is, their history. Um, and the cool thing about this is that she's, she's done it right. Or she's doing it, she's done it. And like she's applying these things to her life and she has seen it in other people too. So like she has direct experience to what she's teaching and that's why we like the book so much.
0: She's so real.
1: Yeah, she's real. Yeah, I mean that's people are drawn to humans, real people, right? to real people, Who not make to mistakes and yeah,
0: mess up and wear Santa suits. So, um, <laughs> so here are the thirteen things. So they don't compare themselves to other people. They don't insist on perfection. They don't see vulnerability as a weakness. They don't let self doubt stop them from reaching their goals. They don't overthink everything. They don't avoid tough challenges. They don't fear breaking the rules. They don't put others down to lift themselves up. They don't let others limit their potential. They don't blame themselves when something goes wrong. They don't stay silent. They don't feel bad about reinventing themselves and they don't downplay their success. So those are the 13 things. And those are all so important, right? And you can mm-hmm. hear those, and you can be like, "Oh, now I know the thirteen things." But there's so much more to yeah, that. And yeah. you know, she she goes through all that, right? I mean, it just started as a list on the internet. You could read you could read thirteen things anywhere, right? Um, and she goes into specific stories in each chapter with each thing, and then kind of asks you, you know, do you recognize these things in your own life? And then she explains, you know, why that you know, thinking pattern happens or why that thing happens. Um, and it's awesome. And she talks about a little bit about cultural stuff, you know, in in, ter- in regards to women and social media. And then she talks about why that thing is bad to be doing. Um, and again, targeted a little bit more closely to women and then what to do instead of doing that thing. And then she goes on to talk about how to apply the new thing, right? How to apply, Im- impl- apply the thing that you should do instead to your career, to your family, to your social life and why it makes you stronger. Right. And then she, she even goes as far as, so there's activities to do. And then she even goes as far in each section to say, you know, troubleshooting and common, you know, traps that you go through. So things are going to run into when you go to reapply these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll talk about the application in a second, but I mean like it's, it's almost a workbook. Like it's, it's a, it's not a huge book. It's bigger than, you know, my anxiety book, but it's almost a workbook and it's really, really cool because she doesn't give a lot of fluff, you know, in regards to the women in the marketing, like she gives a lot of perspective that women who read it, at least in my experience, are going to feel a lot of comfort from and a lot of, um, I guess, just like camaraderie from almost just to be Mm -hmm. like oh someone else has been there and this that and the other thing um and the stories about women um but it's it's an amazing amazing book it's an amazing layout and the activities are great like it's so Mm -hmm. i honestly can't say enough good things about it and we say this all the time like
1: i think we talked about this last episode like if you read a book and you don't apply what you learn from the book and it can be any book then it's i mean not worth us but like Information without implementation is the star of delusion. That's one of my favorite quotes. That's a great quote. And I mean, she breaks it down great with this. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of the things like you, you want to hear these things and then, okay, how can I apply this to my life? That's what you always want to be asking. How can I apply this to my situation, my personal situation, and then do your best to bring it in and do it.
0: And she even talks. About, she goes as far as to talk about how can I bring this into my career, my family, my personal life, my social yeah, life. It's like yeah. that it's above and beyond. Um, so, you, do you want to dive into the? Yes, yes. So, yes. our favorite were you know number two, they don't insist on perfection. Uh, number four, they don't let self doubt stop them from achieving. Mm-hmm. And number five, they don't overthink everything. So, yeah,
1: those were our top. Those were our top, top three, three, three that we're going to talk about. Amazing,
0: today. but those are the three that we're going to talk about. <laughs> and apply more specifically to ptsd so number two they don't insist on perfection
1: Mm -hmm. well let me ask you a question yeah does perfection exist is that even a thing that exists
0: don't you think i'm perfect
1: no i don't think you're perfect if you were perfect i wouldn't love you you wouldn't be interesting i'd be boring you'd be boring and there's no such thing as perfect. I'm not perfect. No, Nobody's there's perfect. no such thing Nothing as perfect. Nothing is perfect.
0: Because we're always There growing. will never
1: be a perfect situation. There will never be a perfect time. There will never be a perfect day. You'll never feel perfect to go do something. That's why it's one of my favorites. It's like you don't insist, insist on perfection because perfection doesn't
0: exist. It doesn't exist.
1: Just period. It doesn't just exist. If you
0: even take it down to like a biological level, right? Like our cells are always growing, they're dying, they're yeah, changing, they're reforming. Like we're we're evolving. we're we're moving constantly, right? Yeah, like our yeah. our skin cells, whatever, our yeah. eyelashes, our hair, like it's growing, it's dying, something's happening, it's going. Right. So this moment never exists, right? Mm-hmm. And and we're just we're just always just evolving and moving. Mm -hmm. So there is no such thing as perfection. And I think that's really important and perfection would be really boring. Yeah.
1: And how, how does that apply to people who are struggling with PTSD right now? So not insisting on perfection.
0: So the other thing with like perfection, right. In regards to PTSD is that like, like really anything, but in regards to PTSD is like when I say like, okay, like these anxiety tools are going to help you and you go and you apply the anxiety tools and they help you. Like sometimes you kind of can expect things from then on to be just completely perfect and Mm -hmm. to never feel anxiety again. Right. And a lot of the stuff, everything in life, but a lot of the stuff we talk about in regards to growth and PTSD and, um, you know, that healing journey is consistent effort, consistent, consistent, consistent Mm -hmm. effort. Right. So it's not going to be like one and done. So it's not going to be like, never. I wake up tomorrow <clears throat> and never. my life is perfect. It, it's just not going to happen. You know, even if you get rid of your PTSD anxiety, you know, like uh, odds are if you're a human being and you go to an airport, you're going to feel kind of anxious. Yep. <laughs> um, so, you know, th- there's just, there's no such thing as perfection. There's no perfect relationship. All you can do is do your best every single day, and all that's important is taking a small step forwards. It's just trying to take a very small step. All it takes is one step and one day at a time to move forward. So don't just be like, "I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and like I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z, and yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. to therapy for eight hours and like I'm gonna come home and like PTSD is gonna be gone. It's gonna be great. <laughs> um, I'll never have anxiety again." Like it's a constant effort. It's constant yeah, work yeah. over time, but it's just one step at a time. And all you need to do is focus on that one step and that one day
1: yeah and knowing that perfection doesn't exist like once you like internalize that and accept that perfection doesn't exist it's like everything becomes easier because you're not battling yourself on the inside you're not expecting like the world and then only taking the little step even though little step is all you need to take and that little step is an epic win right huge it's a huge win when you take that little step it's like that's Awesome. But you don't see that. You see, you take this step right here and you, you aimed all the way up here. I'm not, I'm not saying don't aim high either. You always want to aim high, but that's what you expect for that day or whatever. You see the gap that you missed, not the, the gap that you traveled. And that's huge. And that's huge. It's like, you need to look, you actually need to look at your progress. Um, there's a story of this girl I guess who was like training for like a 5k or something. And she wanted to get like this particular time or something and she didn't hit it by quite a bit.
0: Well here, so let's preface the story. So this girl had never run a 5k in her life and she um, started exercising and started working out with a trainer, I believe. And Mm -hmm. then she, like her goal was like, she wanted to finish a 5k. She wanted to run the whole 5k and she finished the 5k and she got whatever time that she got. And then she was like, okay, my goal for the next 5k is to beat this time, right. Is to, is to get this really like low time, which is, which is good in the 5k. And then what happened is she ran the 5k and she didn't get the time that she set out to get, but she was like 50% faster than her first 5k. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But she saw the, she, she only saw that she, um, didn't hit her goal. Right. She didn't hit like where she wanted to be she didn't recognize that um, she made a 50% improvement, which is incredible.
0: Which is huge. That's an epic win. Especially if you talk about running time, right? Yeah. Like a couple of seconds is a big deal. Okay. Yeah. You, you like take you a couple of minutes it. off your time. Yeah. That's, that's epic. That's yeah. a huge giant win.
1: Yeah. And how, how does that apply to PTSD? Like what's, what are some things that like we went through oh, man, that like we could apply that to? I know like in our relationship, like those moments where you're just like, both sides are stressed. Right. Um, and someone, I say someone has to give, but someone has to be like, take that step out. Right. Someone has to take, take that step out and then, and then, uh, and then do it. And then I would do that or she would do that, whatever but I'll talk to me cause it's my story. <laughs> um, I would take that step out and that, and then like try to, and like kind of diffuse the situation. But then I would be like, Oh, like why is, why is our relationship not perfect? Like, why do we keep having this fight? I'm not like, Oh, we made a, we made a great step in diffusing the situation. And this situation was a lot better than had I, you know, kind of fed the fire and like made this thing a lot, lot worse and t- like made it into like a big fight. I don't see that progress. I saw that. Oh, it wasn't perfect. So that was, that was one thing. And like relationships are a huge thing with, with PTSD. And like, that was all because of our PTSD that we were having those fights in the first place. So like, that's just a small example, a little story of,
0: that's a great example though, because yeah. like we used to, when, when we were still struggling and struggling a lot, right? Like there used to be weeks on end where we were constantly, obviously stressed, but our relationship was really stressed. Right. Mm-hmm. And really there was a lot of tension for, for, literally let's say like a week at a time it was often more than that but like a week at a time and then we'd have like a good day and then it'd be like or maybe a good couple days and then another week at a time where we're just like stressed and like kind of at each other and like Mm -hmm. edgy and like Mm -hmm. like just like couldn't like we were trying really hard but like couldn't get it and then like you know eventually got to a point where it was like we were stressed for a day, right? We had like a day where we were like stressed at each other, but the other six days were great, right? And we would still have that edgy. It, it felt like the same stress. Mm-hmm. But like once we realized, because it was like, oh, like I I, I love you. Like I don't want to feel stressed with you. Like I just want to be relaxed. I want to be calm. I want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to fight with you. We're on the same team. Like I don't want to feel like this. And both of us felt like that. Um, and then we were like, well, okay, like hold on. Like this is a really good thing. Like we're – only at a day now right this Mm -hmm, used to go on for mm -hmm. weeks for months at a time where we used to just like be so stressed around each other yeah and so like noticing that that decrease in stress time was a huge win and we were able to bring ourselves a lot more love and acceptance and kindness Mm -hmm. to be like wait a minute we're doing a damn good job
1: yeah and pat
0: ourselves on the back so like for you all that are watching this right now or listening to this pat yourself on the freaking back. Okay. Because you deserve it. Even if you don't think that you deserve it, you absolutely deserve it. No matter what you're doing, you're waking up. Okay. You're waking up. Even if you're not getting out of bed, give yourself a pat on the back. And if you show yourself kindness and love and acceptance is like way off track, but like you're going to be able to do so much more. It opens the door for so much more when you can just say like, Hey, you know what? Okay. This is where we're at. Mm -hmm. Let's just do our best.
1: Yeah. You stop fighting.
0: You stop fighting on the inside. Awesome. awesome. It's like,
1: that's where like, I I think that's, well, that's where most of my stress came from was that fighting for perfection. Like when I was really depressed, it was like, I want to be, I wanted to be this perfect like businessman who worked, you know, 12 to 14 hours a day and like, was just like kicking, kicking ass. You know, I was just like on top of everything, but I wouldn't leave my bedroom. So then I was fighting myself and that brought in so much more stress. I wasn't like, okay, like I'm at this level. What can I, what like what like what's the step that I can get to where I want to be? And that, I mean, that made everything so much harder. It's still like, I'm not perfect at this either. I catch I catch myself all the time. And I think that's what you just need to do is like, you need to catch yourself when you be like, oh, I'm trying to get this thing perfect. Right. But I'm, but it's not perfect. So like, I, I catch myself, I catch myself all the time where like, I want it to be like this, but it's like this.
0: It's like we're and not realizing this all this that we've come so far, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like all
1: the time, and we're always telling each other and reminding each other. Like, I say to you all the time, it's like we've come so far because we both get frustrated with this because, like, we want the we want we this ideal. Be the best. Yeah, we want to be the best, and like we don't see that. Um, the progress that we're making because, like, even a year ago, I mean, like, talk about like four years ago how bad things were and where we are now, and just being like, holy cow, holy cow. We made a huge
0: transition,
1: but yeah, I, but yet in my brain, like, I still go to like, Oh, but we're not here. Right. And I'm not like, Oh, but we came this far.
0: So be grateful for what you have. There's no such thing as perfection ever, 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 ever. Right. Mm -hmm. And you should always be reaching for that higher level. And we talked about this last episode, but you should be grateful for where you are. So show yourself that love and acceptance and kindness and pat yourself on the back. And you're going to be able to actually get there faster.
1: Yeah. So Um, let me ask you, let me ask you listeners, viewers, whatever. What is one thing right now that you can pat yourself on the back for? What is one thing? What's one step that you took that you can be like, Hey, I did a great job. I did a good job. I made some progress in the direction of my goal. Do that. What is that thing? Say it to yourself. Be like, I'm amazing for taking this step. Do it now. I just wanted to say that. Do it. Take yeah. some action. We need, to bring, we need to bring more action to You're these right. things. We, we do. Need be, we need to bring more be action. Be more interactive.
0: Everything's action, action, act, action,
1: action, based. Action,
0: action, action,
1: based. action, 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 which, yeah, which is everything. I think that's why we like these so really? too is like when you want something to be perfect, you take less action, you get less results. That's why I, I was attached so to it. So take the
0: action of bringing yourself love and acceptance and kindness mm-hmm. and knowing that nothing's ever perfect. All you can do is do your best. And that's all anyone's ever trying to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you can do that by being grateful for the steps that you've taken and realizing that the steps that you've taken are progress in the right direction. And that will reduce the inner
0: conflict and stress. So number four, they don't let self-doubt stop them. So this is actually, I wrote that differently on the board. Four out of 13. They don't let self-doubt stop them from reaching their goals. Mm Mm-hmm this is really, 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 really important. Okay. When Walt Disney was 23, he was declaring bankruptcy. Okay. Now that like I, that's an overarching theme in success, but like, especially in PTSD, right? You see time and time again, you hear Shania Twain, Ellen DeGeneres, Dolly Parton, you hear, if you read their stories, yes, they're wildly successful. You see how many times they failed, how many times they were heartbroken, how many times they got beaten down, they declared bankruptcy. KFC, what um Colonel Sanders, the guy with the chicken recipe, mm-hmm. he went door to door trying to sell his chicken recipe. He got, I think, over a thousand no's. I like think it's
1: like a thousand a, eight or something, like just over a thousand eight
0: no's before someone said yes. And he was like he was in his sixties. Yeah. Like you, you think like he could take the hint, but he didn't, right? He doesn't let self-doubt stop him, Mm -hmm. right? Walt Disney was bankrupt at 23 and he, he had, he had a, he had a rough go of it. Um, he didn't let that stop him. Mm -hmm. People like you, you just can't, if you want success in anything, you can't let your self doubt stop you. And Mm -hmm. we talked about last episode about beliefs and changing beliefs, which is something that, you know, I help you do in the broken to unbreakable program. And it's really important, right? And and affirmations are really important, mm-hmm. right? You need to kind of like, almost like pound on your chest and be like, I'm great. I'm the best. Muhammad Ali. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Yeah. I'm the greatest. Yeah. He yeah. said that before anybody knew that he was the greatest, mm-hmm. right? Like he's mm-hmm. just constantly affirming himself. And like a lot of times when you see successful people, you're like, oh, that guy's so arrogant. <laughs> but, you know, like it really what he's doing or what she or what they are doing is... Y- they're coming off as arrogant, but they're saying what they need to say to themselves, right? Because Mm -hmm. really they have some inner self doubt. Everybody has it. Everybody has it every day. Um, and they have some inner self doubt and they're talking to themselves. They're not talking to you. They don't, they don't care about you. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care if you think I'm the greatest. I think I'm the greatest. I have to think I'm the greatest and I have to fulfill that piece and keep myself going. So like in regards to PTSD, there are so many roadblocks and like barriers Mm -hmm. that like, Mm -hmm. They can crush you. They can absolutely crush you. The people around you, unfortunately, doctors or therapists that are kind of giving misinformation, not that all of them do that, Um, but there are people online that will tell you you can never heal. You just have to cope for the rest of your life. You know, uh, coping is the way to healing. This is your new normal, stuff like that. There are barriers, right? But they don't have to stop you and your internal doubt doesn't have to stop you either. Mm-hmm. When you're saying like well, there, there's going to be days where you're like fired up. You're like, "Oh, let's do this. It's going to be hard. It's going to be great. I'm going to do it. I'm going to read all these things. I'm going to take action on this stuff." And then the next day you're going to wake up and be like, "I'm this isn't going to work. This is <laughs> not going to work, right? Yeah. Or you wake up in the middle of the night and be like, "I don't know what I'm doing. This is a mistake. <laughs> this is crazy." Um and it's 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 going to happen. And it's completely normal. And it's completely And everybody
1: normal. feels it. Um but also like you want to be watching where you're getting that doubt from, right? So it's like if you're if you're getting those those inputs that are feeding that doubt, you want to get rid of them. I mean that's kind of obvious. Cut them right? out. You want to cut it out right away. Um, also, just like talking about other people and other people's stories, or even if you're looking at us and you're like, well, like you had it easy or whatever, is like you hear whether or not you're hearing our story or, uh, Oprah's story or whoever else is like, you hear that in a matter of like five minutes or like 30 seconds, you're right? Like, oh, Walt Disney got, was bankrupt when he's 23, but you're like, Oh, but he's a billionaire or was a billionaire. And you hear that over the scheme of like 10 seconds, but that was over like decades of he his life He fought for
0: years, decades, for years. He fought for yeah. years. He was in debt, right? For yeah. Years yeah. and years he failed same with us right like what's great is like you get to see the highlight reel which is awesome mm-hmm. um, but also like we're, we're just telling you we experience this pain but like when, when you're in this pain like it's it's real and it, it feels it like hurts. it's forever it sucks yeah and it it, it, it goes on for mm-hmm. a long time sometimes but it's important just to just keep focusing like one day at a time mm-hmm. and that self-doubt you know will always be there. You know, there'll always be a piece and you just can't feed it. And I think that's the important thing. You have to starve that self-doubt. So get rid of those, um, inputs that are affecting that self-doubt, right? Other Mm -hmm. people, um, especially authority figures that are telling you, um, that things aren't possible and affirm yourself. It sounds so silly. And I remember the first time someone was like, yeah, you should do affirmations every day. And I was like, "Mm, that's That's a little weird, man. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I don't need that. And you start doing (laughs) them and like. I still do them and they're absolutely amazing and you'll, you'll actually genuinely notice your thoughts change if you You will consistently, it's, it's so, so strange. Um, so it's really important that you don't feed that self doubt. You need to starve the doubt. Okay. Starve the doubt. Feed the motivation. Feed the motivation. Feed the what? Motivation. Feed the what? Feed the beast.
1: Feed the beast. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So you got to feed the beast. That's from Grant Cardone.
1: Grant Cardone, the legend.
0: (laughs) Feed the beast, starve the doubt. So feed the positive. Feed stuff with me, stuff with Brad, stuff with us, stuff with Overcoming PTSD. Go watch that training, Mm -hmm. right? Feed yourself with hope. The books that I have, this book, all the books that we're going to review, feed the beast. Feed that I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Thomas the Tank Engine, right? I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Like, just... Say that to yourself all the time.
1: Yep. You can do it. You, can do, you it. can do
0: it. So another awesome one.
1: And if you think you can't, you can't. But if you think you can.
0: Oh, what's that? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Do you know who said that? Was it Disney?
1: Oh, nope. Old guy. KFC? Built cars.
0: Ford. Henry Ford. Henry Ford.
1: Another legend. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right.
0: You're right. So many great quotes so check coming yourself. out. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Ready?
1: I'm ready. So Moving no. on to the our last top three. Number three,
0: which is number which five. is number
1: five out of thirteen.
0: They which is don't overthink everything. So this mm. is so important in just life in general. Again, <laughs> these are so important, but especially in PTSD. Just right, Nike. Just do it. Okay doesn't matter. Do it. Just do it. If you think it's going to be the right thing, do it. If it's the wrong thing, now, you know, okay. Now, you know, you won't
1: know until you do it.
0: Right. We always like to say like move at a hundred miles an hour in one direction. Mm. And if it's the wrong direction, you're going to find out really fast. If it's the right direction, you're going to be really far ahead. Mm -hmm. So move, 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 do it. If you think it's the right thing, do it. If it's the wrong thing, you're going to know. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Ultimately, that's what the, it comes down to. And the, the only way mind. that you
1: will know is if you go and do that thing.
0: Just gotta That's do
1: the it. only way that you will ever know if something works or doesn't work. It's if you go out there and you do it.
0: And you do it yourself. Like, I can give you this path. I can, I always say, like, I, if I had the cure to everything and this pill right, right here, right, the, the end to your suffering, to everything. If I had this pill and i could give it to you but it won't work unless you take it right so you need to take action you need to do it yourself and you need to figure things out for yourself right mm. i can give you the world but if you don't take action on it it won't do anything
1: i can show you the world
0: shining shimmering splendid
1: anyways <laughs> they don't overthink things so again when you when you over overanalyze overthink thing, think things what happens
0: you don't take action. You
1: don't take action. You get paralyzed with all these like options. Cause you're like, maybe you have like this one path, but then you're like, Oh, Oh, well, what if this happens or what if this happens or what if this happens? It's like, well, it, like they're going to happen
0: regardless, right. you or to- you're
1: going to do nothing and you're not going to go anywhere. So you can either go forward, try this thing, find out whether, whether or not it's right or not. And then you can course correct. Like oh okay I'll move on to this but either way you're making progress you're finding out what works what doesn't work and the only way you're ever gonna know is by trying something trying something new keeping your your mind your mind open your, yeah
0: keeping an open mind
1: uh, keeping your open mind <laughs> um, and then trying things because like I mean I was turned off to so many things as we were going through this journey I'm like oh that's that's, that's kind of like that's kind of weird that's kind of like like mystical voodoo. Kind of stuff. Like, I don't, I don't really think that's going to work. And then I wouldn't do it. And then I wouldn't get any results. And then like, once I was like, okay, like I'm so desperate. I'm going to try this thing. Then I'm like, oh, well that actually kind of helped or it kind of didn't help. And then I tried something else. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's the only way you're ever going to find out. And anything. You know. That's the only reason why like we are where we are is because we kept learning. We kept trying new things. You want to keep, keep an open mind. You want to keep your mind open. To new ideas, to new thoughts, to new beliefs, and then just go and just go. Like just okay, do. like, okay let's don't try overthink it. it. Let's, let's try it, it, right? Yeah.
0: Hey, I have an idea. Let's do it. Hey, I have an idea. Like, let's do it. To the point where, and there's a piece of this that still eats at me. But to the point where, when I send, if you're a part of the email list, if you're on my email list, you'll know that I send emails <laughs> almost every day. To the point where, when I send emails, I don't spell check them. I do one. I do one glance to make sure.
1: Yeah. You just gotta do it.
0: And there's spelling errors in them. Cause it doesn't matter. Right. Because if I can get the point across. Right.
1: You know, I I, I won't use
0: the wrong form of there. Trust me. (laughs) But you know, like if, if I, if I miss something on that second read through, like whatever, it's done. It's in your hands. You get the point. I get the point. I'm moving on. We're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz I want I want to do the most things. I want to help the most people. I want to keep going. Mm-hmm. I want you to keep I want you to get that email as fast as possible. I want it to get into your hands. I want to keep mm. moving forward. So yeah. just keep doing. It. So I don't overthink anything, right? Yeah.
1: Tony Robbins says if you think about anything long enough, you're going to develop doubt for that thing. So it's like it's like you when you write an email or when you write anything, it's like if you kept thinking about it and be like, oh, is this right? Is this right? Is this the right message? Is this the right message? You, wouldn't, you wouldn't even be, you wouldn't send an would email. You'd be like, oh, this isn't, this isn't good. This isn't good. And then you find enough. out. You find out if somebody likes it or not, if it's helpful or not. And then you just, you of course, correct. Course you make correct. the next one better. That's right. Um, but that one, I, that was a, a really good quote. I think that was from one of his one of his books. But um, um what was it again? If you think about something long enough, you will eventually develop doubt for that thing that you're thinking about because you just overthink it and you overthink it and you think of all the bad things that will happen if you do this one thing.
0: I have a great example. So let's say I want to be a painter and I want to paint the Mona Lisa. I want to paint an exact replica of the Mona Lisa. I could spend a 100,000 hours learning how Picasso,
1: Leonardo da Vinci, da Vinci
0: painted the Mona Lisa, and then attempt it once. Or I could do a painting every day and mm-hmm. spend you know ten million hours to whatever ten thousand hours painting one mm-hmm. painting, painting that painting over and over and over and over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. until I get it right.
1: Yeah. So yeah. just
0: like don't overthink anything. Don't be like oh it's not right. Just like do it, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. If you're playing the guitar, right, like learn your scales, like. Do the scale, if it's wrong, do it again. Just keep doing it, just keep doing that one thing, right? Just keep doing it and keep moving forward and don't overthink it. Don't beat yourself up, just move on.
1: There's another great story, spurred an idea. So there's two classes, two pottery classes, right? One class is told, their, their grade is based on making one perfect pot and then the other class is grade, graded on how many pots they can make. Um, and at the end of the semester, like whatever, whoever wins, and um, the teacher found out that the, per- that the class that was um, told to make as many pots as they can made more pots and made a higher quality pot at the end of it from making so many pots than the other class did from just making a single pot. And the lesson behind that is like action, act- like you get better when you take action. You get better when you actually go and do something Uh, not when you think about it not when you plan about it like there is a level of planning you need to do but it's it's about doing and like i love that story and that gets me every time it's just like you just gotta do and then you're gonna be great at that thing that you're doing because you're gonna correct you're gonna be like oh this didn't work this this worked i'm gonna do more of this less of this and you're gonna come out with a better product
0: and action whatever the product is is so important because action breeds motivation so if you take action you keep taking action it, it, you're just gonna get so inspired. You're gonna feel so good, right? So when you make one pot, you're like, "Oh, dang! Now I have a pot, right? Oh, let's make another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yay!" Uh, you know when oh, you're got overthinking that, yeah. like, "Oh, is this perfect? Is this, like that's demoralizing. It hurts. It, it makes you struggle, right? It makes you sad. It makes me sad just thinking about." <laughs> let's it. just point out like, all of our defects. Like, oh, that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. Oh, yeah. Man. Instead of like, "Oh my gosh, I have a pot. Uh, yeah, let's make another <laughs> pot. Let's let's do it again. Yeah, I, I want to try some pottery." Um, so action breeds motivation. Action. And that's really important. Action. Action. You ready to move on to some I'm books? ready to move on. Okay. So some of my favorite quotes from the book, just that I want to share with you all, just a few of them. Otherwise, I'd read the whole book. <laughs> um, so this is, uh, she's talking about her story and talking about, you know, why she was doing what she was doing, which I explained a little bit earlier. So she says, I had discovered that people who persevered in life didn't just have healthy habits. They were also intentional about avoiding the unhealthy habits that would keep them stuck. So again, that's why it's things that mentally strong women don't do, right? That's kind of where that epiphany happened for her. So those who were intent on reaching their greatest potential refused to indulge in counterproductive bad habits. So they refused things. The key to their progress wasn't just what they did. It was more what they didn't do. So that's just kind of her her preface into the Mm -hmm. book is saying like, all of a sudden I like notice like I'm, you know, especially as a therapist, right. I'm, I'm kind of instructing similar things, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is the activity. You know, if you're struggling with self doubt, this is the activity. And if all these people are doing the activity, you know, and some are getting better and some aren't, you know, it has to be something different, right? So it's what they don't do. And she noticed that. And that's Mm -hmm. amazing. I love that.
1: They say, they say success is in elimination. It's what you don't do. It's what you cut out. Right. So like we always talk about habits, you know, building new ones, cutting out the bad ones. And it's like, what if, what if, what, what if you were like me when I was depressed and struggling and I played video games and watched movies all day, every day and ate ice cream. It's like, I just needed to stop. If I stopped watching movies, or just movies and I still played video games, but if I cut out both, what would I do? You know, I might pick up a book. I might pick up a good book. Right? So it's like, if you, when you remove this option, like it also leaves room to put in something good. And that was a huge lesson for me. And then figuring out a way how to like, how can I eliminate that? Like what's a way that I can just get rid of that permanently? Like if you have a TV in your house, Chuck, the TV, like, don't even, don't try to leave it up to your willpower. Cause like, like that's not going to work. Gonna fail you. That's like eventually
0: it's going to fail you. It you're going to be us. like, you're
1: going to walk by in a weak moment and you're going like, to, you're going to turn it on and then you're sucked back in. Um, we don't have a TV. We don't have a TV. We don't watch TV.
0: We don't do it. No. Cause the, we know occasional we can't. Disney movie on the laptop. Yeah. 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 That, that's a great point. Um, so success is in elimination. So the, the, uh, it's awesome, awesome book. Okay. Um, so then she goes on to say your good habits will only get you so far in life if you're performing bad habits right alongside them. Right. So Mm -hmm. like, I always use the example of like, you know, how do you lose weight? You eat right and you exercise. Okay. But it's eat right and exercise. Right. So like you can eat Oreos and, um, pop tarts and god bless you excuse me and you know run a mile every day and be like oh why am i gaining weight i'm exercising well you know so she talks about that and then um she talks about um she's talking about mental strength so she just has a really strong statement here that i think is important and this is a little bit of a taboo statement when it comes to mental health so i just want you all to keep an open mind here um just keep it open mind so she says Mm -hmm. just like someone with diabetes could choose to become physically strong someone with depression can choose to become mentally strong so she's saying regardless of your quote-unquote ailment or issue or whatever you can become strong Mm -hmm. you can become what you want i mean we see people constantly 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 right there's this there's this guy i forget his last name um there's this guy nick he has no arms and no legs Oh yeah, he has like a little nub on one of his legs. That's what he calls it. I hope I think I'm. Not he calls it his fin, right? Or <laughs>
1: Flipper or something.
0: Oh yeah, I think he calls it his flipper. Yeah, and you know he talks about his struggle in life, and now what he is—he's a motivational. I think he might be a Christian, but he's a motivational speaker, and he goes to schools and he inspires kids. I remember in high school listening to this on like YouTube or something and mm. feeling like, oh my gosh. I'm so grateful for what I have, and I'm so yeah. inspired. Yeah, right. So yeah. he went from this place of like, he could have chosen to be in a position where he never did anything with his life, and literally just existed, which mm-hmm. would have been a much easier choice, or he could choose to be grateful for what he has and overcome and become strong because of what he has. Right. And so one of the things he talks about in one of his um, um. Uh, presentations or whatever he he's he says how grateful he is for his what does he call a flipper yeah or his his um fin or flipper or whatever he calls it um because and i've seen him do this and this is so cool he he can like answer a phone so he can like so it's it's on his like leg and he can like flip the phone up to his ear and like catch it on his <laughs> shoulder and it's the coolest thing and like it makes you feel so That's good awesome. and like so happy for him and like he's focused on the things he can do but he became he made the choice to become mentally strong so yeah that can be a taboo thing um so i'm gonna read that one again just like someone with dia- diabetes could choose to become physically strong someone with depression can choose to become mentally strong
1: because you can make the choices that will help bring you out of that place whether you know it or not you're making the choice to keep yourself in this rut you keep taking the same actions. You're making the choice to keep taking the same actions, which are keeping you where you are. To get to a different place, you need to take different actions. And to take different actions, you need to make different choices. And every single person listening to this or watching this right now has the capability to make different choices, right? And that'll change your life.
0: It will change your life. And everything we say is in the most loving way possible. Like Mm -hmm. we believe in you. We know not everything that, you know, we say is it's, it's not easy. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. It's not an easy journey. Um, it's very, very challenging. It's very, very difficult. Um, but it can be done and it, Mm -hmm. And we've done it, right? Right. Um, So we're we're here to provide you support and love and kindness. And some of the things you're going to need to do are very challenging, but Mm -hmm. we're here for them. Okay. We've got your Mm -hmm. back. We believe in you. We know that you can do this. um, And that's really important, which kind of leads me into this last quote here. And this is kind of how we'll finish up. And this is so important. And I say this all the time, right? So she says, you'll never become an expert at anything by simply reading a book. Top musicians, athletes, and performers don't achieve success by reading a book or watching other people. They have to practice to get better. Mental strength is the same. It takes dedication and practice to become stronger, right? So basically that can be summed up into two words, take action, or as Nike sums it up into three words, just do it, right? Mm -hmm. So take action. That's the most important thing. And this is a great book to do that because again, it's like, it's a kind of workbook-ish, she mm-hmm. gives you the activity. She shows you how to implement it in every area. It's, it's. I honestly, I can't say enough mm-hmm. good things about it. Um, but that last piece is super important, and I'm so happy that she like put that in there in like the last few pages. Is like, it doesn't matter if you read this book cover to cover a million times. You mm-hmm. need to implement it. You need to take action on yep, it yep. to see the results.
1: Yeah, that's why we align so much with with Amy.
0: And she's real. She's just she's awesome.
1: She's authentic. She's real. It's an awesome book if you are actually is this book coming out in 2019
0: is it not out yet
1: on the back it says 2019 i just saw oh that Oh my god so i think this book is yet to come out i think it's gonna it's it's due to be come out in january 2019 um but her other book meant uh, 13 mentally strong people don't do definitely worth the read definitely worth the pre-order if If you're interested in this book particularly, if it's not out. Because
0: it is, and again, it it gives men, if you read it as a man, I imagine, a good perspective. Because some of the things that we talked about, he was Mm -hmm. like, oh, like I didn't even realize. I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have even thought about that in that way or realized that it affected you in that way. So really great perspective for um men and women to kind of feel like okay like someone else has experienced that and like mm-hmm. i'm not alone in that regard so like it's an awesome book it's an yeah. awesome book
1: and you can see we pulled out our our top 3 we talked about them and that applies to everything
0: everything right so ptsd <laughs> so. i mean all of these things apply to ptsd right mental mm-hmm. strength is mental strength and whether you're you know trying to win the super bowl or trying to overcome ptsd or trying to get a job You know, Mm -hmm. or get out of bed in the morning. You need mental strength, and you need the things in this book. Yeah, so awesome book. Thank you, Amy. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you for sending us this.
0: I'm excited. I'm excited that's not out yet. I know, right? Super special. (laughs) Um, okay. Yeah. Anything else on?
1: No, no. The book. I think this is awesome.
0: Okay. So again, the title of this book is for those of you on the podcast, 13 things mentally strong women don't do by Amy Morin. And we'll leave a link to, um, pre-order it or order it. Um, and a link to her other books as well. Like I talked about in the beginning of the episode, I'll leave a link to the, um, free training where you can learn, you know, how to overcome PTSD, even if you've suffered for decades, even if you feel completely hopeless, Mm -hmm. um, And then at the end, again, I talk about Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So that link is overcomingptsd.info slash go. So overcomingptsd.info slash go. And then, of course, other resources. We have the um, my three amazing relief tools for PTSD anxiety, which, again, is a free book. um, And it's so good. People always ask, like, the first place to start anxiety, 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 anxiety. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so you kind of just need to get yourself into a place where you can even –
1: relax take a deep breath and like
0: move forward and these are so amazing so amazing they've changed our life they've changed our relationship they've They've
1: saved our relationship
0: saved our relationship Quite literally um they continue their effects continue to um touch our lives daily um so this is an awesome resource it uh it's a free book i just ask that you of course help with the shipping costs um so i don't make any money off the book it's it's free it also comes with a video program which is awesome um when you buy the book, you can also get the depression masterclass, which is, you know, if you feel kind of stuck, unmotivated, that's the place to be. Um, so that is, you, you can get that. If you, if you buy the book, you get it for a certain percent off and like a ridiculous percent off, like 70% off or mm-hmm. something. Um, cause I want to help you. And that is also a video program where you'll see, see me do lots of silly things like dance and like sing and like lots of silly things, um, to kind of get you motivated and get you going. It's awesome. Uh, it's that, that's a great program. And then, um, The 10-day plan to jumpstart your PTSD recovery, another awesome program. People always ask, okay, like first and then next. And it's like, you know, if you're feeling stuck, the depression thing is definitely for you. If you're feeling unmotivated, the depression class is absolutely for you. You know, honestly, everyone could benefit from the relief tools. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then if you're struggling with PTSD or CPTSD, this is kind of the place to start. Um, And if you need more help from there, I have, of course, my recovery program, which we get to work one-on-one, which is... an amazing program, That's <laughs> to kind of to my own horn, but you know, I've been there. I've There's been in your shoes. Else. There's nothing like it. No. Um, and I, you know, I know your pain and I, I deeply and genuinely care a hundred percent. We both do. Mm. And we're here for you and we believe in you and we know that you can do this. And, um, you know, if you, if you ever have any questions, please reach out, you know, via email and I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. My email is Kayleen at OvercomingPTSD.info. Um, and you can send me an email, just say hi, or tell me how much you love me or tell me how much <laughs> you hate me. Um, you know, like ask whatever. us questions. Let's what promote. would you ask like us questions. to cover in the future? Um, 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 don't forget to hit the notification bell, subscribe do all that great stuff. Um, comment, like share with people who you think, um, would benefit from it, especially the anxiety stuff, especially mm. around the holidays. Um, <laughs> you know, this, this will save your life. If you're someone uh, genuinely, oh and honestly, if you're someone who experiences anxiety, Around the holidays, with family, with friends, at social events, get this, yeah. get this, it will change your life. Yeah. And the video program it, it explains. It. I mean, th- the the book is amazing, and then you can see me talk about it, and you can ask questions, and you'll see me talk about it in detail, and like do some of the stuff, and
1: yeah, yeah, it'll
0: it'll change your life.
1: Yeah. If if you were if you're anything like me, where like I would get like crazy social anxiety around the holidays or something. Get this book, the free book, three amazing relief tools for PTSD anxiety. There's a link for it below. Get that. Grab the Jumpstart program if you're feeling stuck, and sign up for uh, Kayleen's free training. It's free. <laughs> it's it gives her it gives you the the three things that like really completely changed things for her. Right, it's the three things a, yeah. that just like really made it possible to to hit all those walls in your recovery and then keep going. So like if you if you're feeling stuck and like you can't like just sign up for that right now. Mm-hmm. It's awesome.
0: Do it. It's great. We're here for you. We love you. We believe in you. Um and um we support you. And of course get Amy's book or pre-order yeah. it. Pre-order it. And um anything else? I think that's it. Okay, we will see you all um soon for PTSD TV episode number six. Six. And um yeah. All
1: we'll right. see you there. See you then. Thanks for stopping by.
0: Bye bye.